After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Mean, joined by Justin Robert Young. Hello. Mr. Bryce Castillo. Hello. And Brian Brushwood. Howdy, howdy, howdy. So our favorite thing at After Things is when somebody acknowledges that we exist and sends us an email. That's true. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're real. Good We're to, real. Good, good to know. Good to know. Bryce, I understand we have an email? Uh, that's right. We got an email from... We got an email! We got one! <laughs> Do we need to even read it? I mean, isn't it enough that we got one? We got it. We got it. Why look at Gift Horse in its mouth? Uh, yes, here we go. We got this from Nate. There we go. I just want to make sure I scrubbed his email. Um, uh, and sent a very nice a very nice email about uh, about Dolly. We talked about this on Weird Things, the new, the new Dolly OpenAI uh, machine learning model where you... Give it plain text of an image you want it to make, and it makes an image mm-hmm. from from what you uh, what you described. Uh, good morning. I also sent a version of this to Andrew, but with the power of AI to enhance and expand the power of creativity, I thought the Jenner question in this email um, might be predict- applicable to After Things. My mind was buzzing after listening to the Weird Things episode all about Dolly too. Uh, I've been a longtime supporter. Um, uh, I've been into magic for most of my life, and that's how I found Justin, Brian, Andrew, and you through that route over the past decade. I have been. Uh, had less and less time for magic because I've shifted uh, to my business uh, and my passion of uh, 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 of selling tools and gauges for auto parts to my passion of early childhood education uh, and special education. Uh, my youngest child is starting kindergarten in a few years, and I want to shift focus to how I can empower my students, uh, the, my students, colleagues, teachers, and schools that we work with. Um, and uh, to take a more active day-to-day role in the university. Um uh, so uh, uh, Nate's, Nate's question is, uh, I'm excited about the prospect, but also overwhelmed at how to learn machine learning and AI. Would you please provide me with some guidance on where to start? Point me in the right direction with parenting and work at UD. I want to maximize the use of my time. Based on what I've learned through After Things, I've purchased a couple of Python, JavaScript, machine learning, and neural network courses on Udemy and bought a book that I found very engaging called Becoming a Data Head. I don't have a deep reservoir of knowledge in math and computing, but I love to and know how to learn. I hope you have a fun Wednesday, Nate. Thank you, Nate. I would say that there's kind of a couple things that machine learning and understanding AI would involve. Uh, one are the concepts of it. A lot of the concepts are actually pretty easy to sort of grasp. Like, you know, deep learning is the idea of you give something a bunch of data and you come up with a, a way for a system to start asking questions. Does this match this? Does this match that? And to try to find patterns that it can then use to create a model to make predictions. And there's programming side of it, like learning, you know, how to implement this using you know, Python, which is probably the most popular language right now for machine learning. And then there's the data science part of it, which is if I want to build, you know, a a good model for, let's say, predicting images, how many images do I need? How do I separate those images? How do I find them? How do I do this? There's kind of like three areas to that. I would say a very easy way and a free way to get into it to sort of understand some of the basic premises 
Um, I'm a big fan of uh, there's a TensorFlow is a library for like learning it, but TensorFlow, like trying to even get into that would probably be would have been over my head when I first started. But they have a thing called TensorFlow.js. So if you go to tensorflow.org slash JS, and this is something put out by Google, they have a lot of real easy intro like examples where they kind of show you this is ML. You're going to train a model to do this. And they all work in the browser. And, and the advantage of it working in the browser is you don't have to learn yet about more advanced Python programming. You don't have to learn about you know some of the other skills that you're going to want to need. But it's a very good stepping stone to get started. And so you could start playing around with things and playing around with some of these examples and take them apart. So I would say that's a good place. Uh, I think code.org. Let me check with code.org. And don't don't be afraid of doing stuff that's meant for kids. <laughs> I mean, that's the honest thing is yeah. that some of these, some people just assume that everybody's starting off in coming out of some graduate or coming out of some college degree program. And a lot of us just start late in life and don't be afraid of the things that are just to the kids. So code.org has good resources and they're simple little games and stuff, but they want to treat, teach some concepts. So that's a place. Tutorials, another advice about a tutorial is start these, any one of those tutorials that you took, start it. And then once you get to a point where like, this is really over my head, this may be the worst advice in the world, but I sometimes like, well, I'll go do a different tutorial and I'll just try that one and take it as far as I can. And I find that I start seesawing and improving my understanding. Uh, can I ask a, a broad question? If you were looking to get into something like machine learning, is it better to try and find a project or an application that you would like to do with machine learning or is it better to to kind of uh, get some of the basics under under your belt first and understand in general what it is so the the advantage of having some basics is you have an idea what the realm of the possible is gotcha. and but the advantage of having a project is, is you have a motivation and i would say i would watch some youtube videos and just get a basic understanding of like machine learning and just to see like what can these things do another good course which is free is i think it's fast a fast ai and some of these like fast ai uh let me see if i can find it is that's designed to go from zero to uh being able to do stuff and it starts off like you don't have to be a math person you know everybody are you know they're, they get into like they really want to be as user friendly so I would say if you want to start somewhere, start with go to fast.ai and take a look there and read through some of the articles. And they started kind of explaining a broad sort of did there. I, I remember doing their course a couple of years ago and it gave a pretty good overview of AI and they just sort of want to get people up to speed and to be able to start doing stuff. So I would say that just having to understand how it's possible, because if you start off with wanting to do something really complex and you, you may get discouraged. Yeah, but mm -hmm. either way, like just you start to see like fast AI was actually that course they talked about. They have a very introductory level course, which explains how to build a system for doing image recognition to say this image is this, this image is that, you know, the classic ones, dogs and cats. And one of the students there said, I wonder if I took the output of a file that was a virus, could I build an image detection system that would just spot an image by looking for photos of basically code and he actually built a company and a business doing an introductory level ai course was able to create a workable proof that was a ended up being a company based upon oh 
what if I use this image detection system for viruses in computers? And and people are like, oh yeah, I guess you could, because there might be like a lot of jaggies or something like that. And that's what I loved was that there are so many low, there's so much low hanging fruit out there, so much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I, I, Nate, I don't know how much into coding you are. I know he, they they mentioned buying the Python and JavaScript and some other courses. Um, but if you're not even into coding, if you're like very, very beginner at this, um, Swift Playgrounds is very good for getting you into figuring out what it's like building and running code. Um, and then uh, 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 Human Resource Machine is a fantastic game to learn coding philosophies and concepts uh, without getting bogged into a specific language. But I think those are also really good places to start um, if you don't even know Java, Python, whatever. Yeah, there's there's uh, just look for courses, beginners, and you'll you'll start to get on board. It, it takes time, it takes persistence. Don't be afraid to walk away after forty minutes. Like I, I'm learning a new environment right now, and I realize like thirty minutes of this, and my brain is full, and I got to walk away and do something else. I can't just sit there for six hours and just squeeze it into my head. It just doesn't work. And, and it, people look at it and go like, "That's the simplest thing in the world. How come?" I'm like, just, just my brain. Uh, Ju Justin, to your question earlier of like, should you start with a project or should you start with with learning, you know, elements and, and foundations? And it's like it's a it's a mix, right? Like, I know that the courses that I've done on Udemy have been very helpful because they're structured around real real projects. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get into a space of what's something little I can make? What's something, what are the tools that I have with me and what can I make out of them? You know, Andrew, like you've talked a lot about making a lot of little demos with machine learning, with, with open AI stuff. Um, those aren't, the, those seem more like, uh, for lack of a better word, sketches of ideas than say full, let's really make it a capital P project. Would, would you say that that's uh, accurate? Uh, like the demos. I mean, I'll do I'll do proof of concept deployments internally to show companies this is what you would this is how you solve the problem. Mm. So, I mean, I well, you've made like chatbots and public facing, yeah, but, but and like yeah, and some of the stuff I do is like I'll take an API like the opening API and say, okay, this is how you actually this is how you do the thing. Like, let me solve a problem to show people because like, well, how would you do this? Like, well, if you do this, you do that. So. Uh, yeah, you know, that's you know, I think to anything, just try projects, just make, yeah, but to your point, like, yeah, just make things, just make a bunch of things, make a lot of little stuff. Yeah. Oh man, I made a thing that turns that flips an image. Ugh. I think, I think in general, like, that is that is the greatest lesson that we always kind of repackage over and over and over again on this uh, uh segment is like, boy, does getting to the end of a project teach you everything you need to know about the project Absolutely. right like just uh, if, if you can if you can do that you are you are doing uh you're doing good work yeah um you know uh even even if you are not building something entirely uh functional like just see what you can make with the the, the with as far with the tools that you've learned so far in at any of your given courses if they don't already have something like that i mean to to me my favorite part of the javascript course thing i was doing was Here's a problem. Uh, you figure it out, and when you either think you've got it or when you get stuck, then you watch the video of me writing out the code, and then yeah, and then hey, 
the next day, try it again. And then don't look at the video or like, do like you kind of have to be your own taskmaster a little bit of like, yeah, you're going to learn stuff by doing it over and over again. Um, and even doing the exact same thing helps when it's something that, uh, uh, that you only have light familiarity with. It, it all, it all works. You know, I, I was, I was using this metaphor, um, <laughs> to somebody while I was uh, uh, not going to sleep and therefore missed my five o'clock flight from Vegas. But <laughs> uh, I would say learning is a lot like uh, sleeping. Uh, uh, it's kind of like charging your iPhone, triple metaphor. Uh, it doesn't matter how much or how long you do it. You are always thankful if you are on, on a 1% battery, if you plug it in for 30 seconds and now you have a 4% battery, it is better. You know, yep. like, so any little bit, uh, uh, to to move forward on a passion, move forward on a skill, like it all adds up. The the the, the most self toxic thoughts that you can have are I'm not learning correctly, you know, right. uh, because that is the process. All you got to do is put your head down and keep going forward. The other one that's that is is that I'm too old. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And if I if I should have been doing this, I would have been doing this earlier, and I'm not naturally inclined to do X, Y, and Z. Just just jump on in. Yeah, the I didn't write books. I didn't start writing novels since I was 37. I didn't learn, really learn to code till my 40s. Yeah. And, and I, now you are a best-selling author that works at AI, the leading AI company. <laughs> Only I'd started sooner. But it's, I wouldn't have been able to. I, I would have been that person. I would not have been able to do that. So yeah. I just, yeah. I think that, you know. Sometimes some of us kind of out the gate have an idea of what we want to do, and some of us it take longer, and we have to try stuff. Mm-hmm. Either way, just keep trying. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to do some after things picks? Maybe. Uh, just to check in, stuff? we talked about it last week, but oh, yeah. uh, Barry Jones's graphic novel, The Book of Nile, about uh, uh, dissociative uh, uh, depersonalization disorder. Uh, it, uh, it it is uh, uh, quadruple funded, about to be quintuple funded. Wow. Uh, 60 hours left to go. Get your hands on this. It's a, it's a magical magic book. And, and also if you already backed, he has, uh, opened up a few of the top, uh, 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 a few more of the top, uh, uh, rewards. In fact, those might actually be gone. Uh, uh, I have not checked since he sent, uh, since he sent the update. Uh, he also, I believe is, is actually literally having to invent new rewards right now <laughs> for, for, for folks. But, uh, uh, I couldn't be happier for him. He's crushing it. Yeah. Uh, 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 just let me, let me just also reiterate the magic about that, uh, book is that he taught himself to draw to do it wait really oh, he was not an uh, like a childhood illustrator no. he, he he learned as an adult to draw and i think his uh, uh style is which is like unconventional but looks amazing uh is is kind of reflective of that is that he was he, he wasn't somebody that grew up redrawing his favorite comics or anything like he wanted to come up with a, a style for himself to tell this story specifically. And it's, it's really remarkable. Uh, uh, he's a tremendously talented dude. And, uh, uh, this story, uh, Brian has read it and, and, and found it remarkable. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, go, go, go check it out. If you have not, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to after things, you'll love it. You are yep. pre-qualified to love it. So, yeah. so, uh, a uh, book of Nile, N I A L L, go check that out. Yeah, I backed it. Oh, there we go. So did I. Yeah, I'm gonna see time. if there's any. Uh, see if there's any. 
Any new rewards? Any rewards? I, I, right. up my pledge. I, I got a quick pick. Uh, things. Uh, this was my lifeline while we were in Vegas, and it made sure that I got the things that I needed to do done, and that I had all the right information at my fingertips. <laughs> To be clear, you're talking about a product called Things. It, yeah, okay. sorry. It, yeah. <laughs> it, I've, I've talked about it on the show enough. I thought, like, maybe they just know. No, there's an no. app on the phone. A on productivity the app yeah. called right. Things. It's, Got it. Uh, it's great. It It is also a little expensive, especially on the iPad and the Mac. But it's very good, very intuitive things. Then my pick is Fireship uh, YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com slash Fireship. And if you want to start learning about code, uh, this is uh, a great channel. Jeff, the guy who does it, does these short videos and longer videos. And you just start doing a deep dive like, what is C? What is this C programming language? Well, he'll explain it to you. You know, what is this? He'll get into like how to get started on stuff. And when I first started watching this channel, a lot of this was way over my head. Some of it still is. But it's just a great way to sort of get into, he's got just great videos. He's a really great explainer. And it gets you to sort of like, background on a lot of things so if you watch this you start to go oh, okay i i know what this library is or i know what pearl does or you know he's, he's he did one lately uh java for haters which he just rips into java mm-hmm. not javascript but java which yeah. is kind of amazing and so he'll, every now and then he'll do these like for haters sort of thing and he just will rip into something but um really really good well-produced videos uh so that is my pick is Fireship on YouTube. YouTube.com awesome. slash Fireship. 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 Space. Yeah. And gentlemen, it's been after. It's space. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>